You're listening to the On the Go with the VAO news podcast for the week ending January 15th, 2016. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Bill Olver, VAO content developer and senior news writer. This week's headlines. The Office of Management and Budget's IT Passback Guidance for the fiscal year 2017 budget contains no new government-wide IT initiatives or deadlines, but it does have some good news for IT funding. In previous years, the annual passback had contained new goals or projects, such as moving commodity IT services to shared services providers or establishing digital services teams, but this year it simply reiterated existing deadlines for ongoing initiatives. However, agency CIOs indicated OMB did provide more funding for current efforts, including cyber. CIOs familiar with the guidance said they didn't hold back on asking for appropriate funding for their projects and were pleasantly surprised by the support they received from OMB. Some little-noticed language in the Fiscal Year 2016 Omnibus Appropriations Act extended some provisions of the Federal Information Technology Acquisition Reform Act to CIOs at independent agencies. Section 624 of the law requires all executive branch agencies funded by the Act to ensure their CIOs have authority to participate in decisions regarding the IT budget planning process. A spokesman for the Office of the Director of National Intelligence confirmed that the language does not apply to the intelligence community, as Fatera did not, but other agencies are unsure how the provision might affect them. Some small independent agencies are funded by fees and transfers from the private sector, not by appropriated funds, and therefore are not covered by the Act. But some still said they would apply the spirit of the law to their business processes. Officials at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and National Endowment for the Arts said their agencies would follow OMB guidance on the issue. NEA and the Farm Credit Administration noted that they are already applying FATERA principles in their CIO offices. Senator John McCain has jumped on the wastebook bandwagon. This week, the senator released America's Most Wasted Runaway Spending, a new report that questions $27 billion in spending on 51 projects and programs, which McCain calls inefficient, duplicative, or wasteful. Government contractors seeking security clearances are facing significant delays. The Defense Security Service has an approximately six-month backlog of personnel security investigation requests. According to DSS, the continuing resolution funding government in the early part of the year did not provide enough money to cover the agency's workload, and so officials gave priority to processing the most critical investigations, such as cases where work on programs would stop if clearances weren't issued or renewed. By the time the full 2016 appropriations were available, it had nearly 10,000 cases in the queue. DSS is processing about 1,000 cases per day, but is still receiving some 650 new cases every day. Crunching the numbers, DSS estimates it will take approximately six months to get through the backlog. In defense news, House Armed Services Committee Chairman Mac Thornberry says his committee will focus on experimentation and prototyping in the next iteration of defense acquisition reform. Thornberry said he wants to help the Department of Defense create a culture in which small failures are acceptable and in which experimentation can encourage innovative thinking. Thornberry also wants DOD to focus on using mature technologies in concert with open architecture to upgrade systems at a lower cost. Thornberry plans to release an acquisition reform bill in late March to gather comments and feedback before the language is incorporated into next year's defense authorization bill. During a recent hearing of Thornberry's committee, defense officials discussed how they are already leveraging agile strategies and experimentation, including prototyping, to improve acquisition. 
Witnesses included Richard Lombardi, Acting Assistant Secretary of the Air Force for Acquisition, Navy Assistant Secretary for Research Development and Acquisition Sean Stackley, and Army Lieutenant General Michael Williamson, the Principal Military Deputy to the Assistant Secretary of the Army, who all shared their experiences with prototyping, rapid acquisition processes, and open systems architecture. Acting Secretary of the Army Eric Fanning has announced he will temporarily step down from his position while awaiting Senate confirmation of his nomination. Current Undersecretary of the Army Patrick Murphy will be dual-hatted as Secretary in the interim. Fanning was nominated to replace outgoing Secretary John McHugh in September and has served as Acting Secretary since November. According to a spokesman for Senator John McCain, the Senate Armed Services Committee is looking to hold a hearing on Fanning's nomination as soon as possible. The Department of Housing and Urban Development has published a final rule removing obsolete regulations related to its Nemahaya Housing Opportunity Grants Program, or NHOP, authority for which was repealed by the National Affordable Housing Act in 1990. HUD previously retained only provisions deemed necessary for administering existing NHOP grants, but with just one of those left, the Department has determined it is time to remove 24 CFR Part 280. The existing grant and loans made under NHOP will continue to be governed by the regulations that existed immediately before the effective date of this final rule, which is February 10, 2016. The Small Business Administration joins numerous other agencies in publishing a final rule incorporating OMB's guidance for federal grant programs into its regulations. Effective February 10th, SBA will adopt that interim rule as final with one change. SBA is giving the Chief Administrative Officer the responsibility of serving as the single audit senior accountable official. Previously, that role was filled by the Deputy Chief Operating Officer. GSA has announced that its integrated award environment common services platform has passed its security assessment and operational check and received authority to operate. This will allow IAE to start designing and building federal award functions on a new secure platform. When all is said and done, CSP will combine 10 separate award management applications and will automate many software and hardware deployment and configuration tasks. And finally, earlier this week, bidding closed on the first set of reverse auctions for software coding that were posted on the 18F Teams micropurchase website. Listeners may remember, earlier this year, 18F used its micropurchase authority to acquire software code and ended up with a final bid of just $1 in a reverse auction seeking code for the contract awarded labor category tool. To help refine this concept, the team launched micropurchase.18f.gov, a website where agencies can post new projects for bid. Five projects closed this week, all for software coding to add functionality to 18F workforce tools, and the final bids ranged from $249 to $399 for the work. Now we'll keep an eye out for future updates from 18F on how the work goes, if they get the results they intended, or if they have to move up to the next highest bidder to accomplish the task. Now currently no new auctions are posted on the site, but Matt Goodrich, director of GSA's Federal Risk and Authorization Management Program, indicated he intends to use the platform to find developers to work on some automated processes for FedRAMP. That's it for this week. If you are a government agency subscriber to the Virtual Acquisition Office website, you can find links to this week's headlines for further reading on VAO on the same page where you downloaded this podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll join us again next week for the next Daily News podcast on January 22nd.